Okay. Well, chip shop chat. Here we go. Bish bosh. All right. Come on then. Yep. <laughs> we did it, guys. We we did it. We did it. Well, not yet. We got what? To, we, What's happened? We got to the end of the season. Because... We're not there yet. We're not there yet? You said that, didn't you? We're about you? to do an, an episode, so... Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost, almost at there. the end of the season. We yes. got to the start of the end of the season. We got to the start of the end of the season. Which reminds me, welcome to episode 12 of We Don't Believe in Beatles, the post-Beatles podcast. Hi. Where each week we explore a solo album by a Beatle from the point of view of me, Jess, and him. Cameron. By and large, we've never heard these albums before, but luckily our friend Jack hello, is here... Hello, hello. ...to guide us through the very <laughs> terrain. Although... You, can you guide us through this terrain this week? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if any of us are capable. To Look, be fair, we'll give we it a are crack. a little hungover today. Let's. We're gonna. We're gonna just <laughs> address disclosure. the irrelevant. I've got the irrelevant. The irrelevant in the room is that mm. we're a little hungover. I've got my iron brew. He does. Yeah. That's where chips. we're at. Yeah. Anyway, um, I cut you off. Carry on. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Cameron. You're welcome. Thanks, Jack. This. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. For thanking Jack. Thanks, Cam. <laughs> I love you both. Love, love you, too, Jack. And myself. Great. It's even better. So, this week, we announced the birth of a conceptual country, Newtopia. Ooh. Yeah. No, it's happening. Is that? Oh, wow. Okay. That's that's quite big news. I didn't realise. Citizenship of the country can be obtained by declaration of your awareness of Newtopia. Newtopia has no land, no boundaries, no passports, only people. Newtopia has no laws other than cosmic. Whoa. Wow. Cosmic. All people of Newtopia are ambassadors of the country. Oh, uh, what? Ambassadors. <laughs> Am- <laughs> ambassadors. <laughs> ambassadors uh, of the country. As two ambassadors of Newtopia, we ask for diplomatic immunity and recognition in the United Nations of our country and its people. Signed by the two ambassadors themselves. <laughs> the what? Two, two ambassadors. <laughs> yeah. Yoko Ono Lennon and John Ono Lennon. So, what the fuck happened to imagine there's no countries? I don't know. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, he didn't say that's where we should go. He just said imagine. Right. He is He's... our weakness. He is our strength. This. <laughs> What's this? Is it a Bible quote now? <laughs> what? What's happening? <laughs> okay, he is our weakness. He is our strength. <laughs> Jack has lost the plot. <laughs> So hang on, hang on, I'm talking about John Lennon. Do you okay. Here is our weakness. Here is our strength. So this week it's John Lennon and his album from November 1973. Right. <laughs> Mind games. You missed the lines. <laughs> Did I? Oh, no, I don't like that bit. Okay, okay cool. Okay. That's um, fine. What's what's the, what does that mean? Here's our weakness. Here's our strength. Is that on the album? It's from it. Have you got one? Have you got one note under that? There's only one. It's, that's <laughs> the only you... note I have. <laughs> don't, don't give it away. This is all. I've got that one too. This is all we've done this week. The only note I've got. Is <laughs> Ah. Vote all songs in a week. Ah. <laughs> Although that seems to be a contestable fact because oh, yeah? I did read something about a couple of these appearing as demos as far back as the Beatles. So that well, not be that strongly ah. contradicts the idea. Did, are you saying he wrote Utopian International Anthem in only a week? Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what songs were meant to have been written? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> this album was also recorded just in two months or a month or so. Yeah, a couple of months. Mm. Yeah. Which is pretty mad Smashed for how it, it sounds. Mm. Mm. All produced by John Lennon. Yeah. So this stuff. this feels like a new start for John. It feels quite different to the last few. And I think it's very much fueled by his mental state at the time, which was not great. No, because he's been chased by the FBI, or yeah, apparently anyway. He was ha- he's yeah, he's very being, paranoid and being phone tapped and and uh, tailed and all this by the FBI for his 
political stances and protests, and yeah, was really struggling to get permanent residency in the States. So, you know, uh, America hasn't changed much, has it? (laughs) Horrible then. (laughs) Horrible now. Wow. (laughs) Shout out to our Americans. (laughs) And he's having having Barney's with uh, Yoko as well. Yes. So this was right at the start of their 18-month split, and they were apart for a while. And he went off with Mei Pang, ah, yes. who was the receptionist for the record company that fucking Alan Klein worked for. Cheeky. Um, but this was with Yoko's blessing, weirdly right. enough. She said, he really likes you. You should sleep with him. And then they went off and did their thing for what John called his long weekend. Okay. Which was his 18-month affair. or well, not affair, but, you know. Um, sanctioned. Sanctioned departure did... from Yoko. Yeah. As the front cover of this album kind of reflects, it's him walking away from the mountainous Yoko face. Oh, was that her face? I thought it was his face. Do you think sometimes that John Lennon and Yoko and <laughs> it looked okay? the same? Look, look, I've got the cover here. Okay, Your yeah. eyes. There Very you go. Strange. All right, yeah, I thought that was a... It's definitely not John Lennon. ...a 32-year-old man <laughs> named John. It's a 45-year-old woman. Wow. Named John. Uh, yeah, I think this album is hugely clouded by that breakup. There's a lot of songs that are dealing with his feelings towards Yoko, mm. uh, feeling like he's kind of pleading with her while also kind of trying to get to the bottom of, of his own tensions uh, in the relationship. I finally think he wanted to like distance himself from the last record in the political yes. stuff. How, how long, how long feels like has it been that. since sometime in New mm, York? It was the year before. Okay. So a year, at least a year. Anyway, I'm going to look it up and we'll get back to it. All right, great. But it's, it's, it's been he's had some time to mull over the bad reviews yeah. and let it digest. Because you it. could imagine this album... You could you could imagine this as a better follow up to imagine. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's much more natural. Yeah, uh, there's a word. It's a much more natural progression. That's yeah, the word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And look, I will be the first to come out and say, all of those bitter, brutal reviews for Sometime in New York might have been a very positive thing for his musical. Yeah, choice. might have had an influence on him. Totally. It definitely feels like a bit of a a, a humbling reaction. Mm. Um. Yeah, he he definitely feels like he kind of has pulled his head in a little bit and and gone back to the. It for me, it's a return to Plastic Owner Band more than anything. Just as as far as like I'm hearing a lot more of his fragility, okay, makes yeah. me like him a lot more. This record, the sound of the album reminds me more of Imagine. It's a bit, yes. got a bit oh, more. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a bit more density to it. Yeah, sonically, but, it's it's Imagine. Basically. Yeah, um, and I think that's part of why. John kind of, for me, at this point, is falling a little behind the other two specifically. We'll wait mm. for Ringo's third effort to really judge him fairly. But I feel like his production style is just, it's kind of stagnating. There's nothing new. I haven't, like, there's nothing I've heard from him in the last few records where I thought, oh, okay, that's going in an interesting direction. It's just mm. that same kind of sound. I don't really like the Phil Spector sound that he kind of had from Imagine Onwards. And sure. he's produced this one himself, but it definitely feels like he's just kind of taken what he learned from Phil Spector and run with it. Bear in mind as well, a month after this, Band on the Run comes out. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's crazy to A think. month? Yeah. And Ring- Ringo's in there as well, yeah. is it? And Ringo's a, a couple of weeks or a week after wow. this. Wow, great. What a period of time. Stay tuned yeah. to next season to hear all about those two gems. But yeah. that is... Uh, Presumably. Yeah. We might hate them. Mm. You might hate them because you have terrible them. taste, yeah. as we established last I, week. I do love to hate things, but only when they're <laughs> hateable and worthy of my hate, as we established last week. Last week. <laughs> what do you oh, guys God. think of the of the production of this record? What does it say to you it sounds i mean i like uh i like all the songs okay there's a few that i really like yeah um mm. but also overall as a record it's a uh, it's a bit it can be a bit forgettable yeah a lot of the tracks you know there's mm. a few that are really it's nice. a little underwhelming but the production is it works for the songs 
Yeah, I yeah. like it. It's, yeah, I, I see what you mean about it sounding like he's he's taken the Phil Spector mantle and run with it. But it's, yeah, I don't mind it. I've, I have no issue with that. Mm. I quite like Phil Spector's production anyway. I'm not sick of it yet. When Lennon has songs that are really stripped back and bare, like in Plastic Ono Band, they have to be great songs. Yeah. And because on this one, the songs aren't quite there. Although I still think they're, by and large, good to great. It needs a bit more density, a bit more fluff to kind of pad it out and, and mm-hmm. keep it interesting which I'm, I'm kind of fine with. Yeah. The strength for this album for me, I think, is the lyrics. I think the lyrics are really good. Yeah, I like I like him getting a bit more personal again. It, it feels like you can attach yourself a bit more to it. Yeah. It almost feels a little bit like, weirdly enough, considering one of the songs is called I'm Sorry. Um, you mean Aisumasen? Aisumasen. So I don't think it's right, Japanese. No, I think it's Suimasen. Suimasen, yeah. Aisumasen. Luckily, anyway, you're smarter than John Lennon. It's fine. But... It feels like a bit of an apology, this album, to kind of maybe the public and the critics and the and Yoko and kind of everyone. It just feels a bit of like, okay, yeah, I'm not... I need to remember that I'm human as well and I, I'm i not elevated beyond anyone else. It mm. just feels like on the last record he lost sight of that a little bit. Okay. Um, which is why this album is a little more endearing for me. Yeah, I get that for sure. There's, there's, he, he comes across as less pompous, less, less self-absorbed yeah. and less like... Less preachy, less telling people how it should be. Yeah, he admits his faults. The, what is it, Free to People? Yeah. Mm, is a lot like another song. One of the single songs that we did. What? Instant Karma. Instant Karma, yeah. Oh, they yeah. The chorus, the big singy chorus. It really reminds me Kind of power of to the people as well. So yeah. A bit in line with those. And that's that's where I think he's... He's best used politically is these kind of just slogans that are like nice and positive without getting too smug and too kind of scathing or specific mm. with the political statements when it's just more like, yeah, peace and love. It kind of works better, I think. Yeah. I like the more rock and rolly numbers on these ones. Me too. Like, Me too. Like, yeah. This is really good. Yeah. For, it's the first time where I feel they don't really pale in comparison to the rest of the album. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're not as they're not silly or bo- there's nothing boring about them there, and Me- that's that's where I think the production really helps it is songs like yeah like the like Tidars or whatever the other intuitions a bit rock and rolly and uh, um, Meat City Meat, Meat City, City is one of the best City, yeah. great closer yeah yeah it's weird yeah copper strike yeah stuff going on it's uh very what's the bit like there's some backwards sounds yeah in there. There's yeah some, I like the that pitch shifted he was he was a ahead of the ahead of the game by. 50 years with pitch shifting his voice up an octave and uh mm. well the songs like that and then uh one day at a time intuition they sound like the most beatly sort of things mm. to me mm. that he's done in a way since and his voice sounds great on this record in general i think it really yeah it's, uh, particularly some of the the rock and rolly songs i think really highlight it but yeah i love his voice on this record it's great yeah yeah Anyway, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year. Um, you notice that Meat City starts with a... Yeah, I think he heard Mumbo and was like, I need more of this. Uh, I need five more of these Mumbos. That's right. <laughs> There's no bitbop on this album, so minus one. That's true. Hit it, yeah. Yoko. <laughs> um, I feel a bit... Very good. I got that. I feel a bit... <laughs> the like... viewers won't, but we'll keep it. Yeah, the, the viewers, the viewers the won't viewers. get anything. I don't... I don't oh, God, it. there's viewers. <laughs> I don't get it. What's the joke? Uh, hit it, Tony. No, uh, take it, Tony. Take it. Oh, oh did I say you did it? fuck it up. You said, mm. anyway, you just say, just say, take it, Yoko. Take it, Yoko. There That's we go. Get it right in there. 
bit weird. I think it's weird when he sings the word Yoko. I don't like him singing the word yeah, Yoko. Yeah, me either. Especially because he does it all the time. Yeah, a lot. Jesus, shut up about Yoko, we yeah. know. So is it Yoko doing the backing vocals on this thing? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think she's on it at all. No. a group called Stranger Things, Silly silly, silly Snippers. Stranger, Stranger Things, Silly Strings. Yeah, something like that. And what yeah. is he called a band on this? UF... The UFO No Band. Yeah, UFO No Band. Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> Do you know what this album did remind me of uh, a few times through? It's just like how annoying being around couples can be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just, they're all about each other. Yeah, it's just like, ugh, no one wants to see this. No one wants to hear this. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shut it, the Jess. fuck up. You got something to work out there. <laughs> I just, I, I'll admit nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, by by calling out Yoko, like referring to her directly, it makes things less relatable. It's like it's it's a bit of that that sometime in New York City of like referring to really specific political people, Angela. Mm. It's like all all of the the broadness, all the relatability of the song is gone because he's suddenly talking about literally Yoko instead of just my love, my love, yeah, totes, my my little Yoko's. lamb dragonfly. Yeah, there needs to be more animal references rather than Yoko references. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The opening track is great. It's a shame the best yeah. song of the album is the first song. Yeah, but it is really In good. fact, that's the same as Imagine, isn't it? Yeah. So apparently all them, like, what sound like strings is just uh, John playing guitar. Like, Oh, really? Is that really layering. true? It is, yes. It sounds like a Mellotron or something. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing. I didn't listen to it thinking about it, but I do remember... There's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. I do remember. <laughs> Look, we're making all kinds of great points today. That we're true. very much on the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a special yeah, blowout last episode, you know. Yeah. Really, we're just coming together, eating some chips, drinking some Mayan brew. That's what it's all about. Talking rubbish. Yeah. Should we talk about what we did last night? Mm, I'd rather not. <laughs> um, what, how late were you up to, Jess? <clears throat> well, 4.30 was when I got off the video chat with Bryce, which was an hour and a half. Boy. I do not remember most of it. Oh, and then I called Simo, so I must have been up till five. How's he doing? Uh, he was good. He just shaved his head. Oh, yeah? Uh, he he does that a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, I can't I can't remember what we talked about either. Do yeah. you know either of their addresses off by heart? <laughs> uh, uh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Periwinkle Way? Maybe? I just know how to get there. <laughs> Periwinkle Way. Yeah. 18 Periwinkle Way, or Dinga. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Well, at least keeping the suburb away, it's one step closer. <laughs> the ding. The ding, yeah. Um, this podcast has made me now go back. After we have the kind of the pressure of listening to and taking notes on each album, uh, and then we get it out there and we talk about it, it allows me, I don't know about for you guys, but it allows me time to like stew over the album again, especially after listening to yeah, the podcast sure. back. Mm. And I've gone back to a lot of the albums we've done this season and listened to them. I now listen to all of these, like, all the time, basically. Mm. Especially, become, especially Bocos of Blues. Especially Bocos of Blues. Yeah, I haven't really listened to any other music for the last I know. Months, honestly. <laughs> My Spotify is entirely Beatles-related music. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Or versions of Beatles songs. That poor or algorithm. It just thinks you're a weird Beatles-obsessed maniac, which, which I guess you are. Absolutely true. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I've, I've now gone back and I feel like I like wildlife more i like red rose speedway more um i like i mean i'm still i still really like uh plastic ono band and all things must pass like they're just it's just so great to have this new well of music that mm, yeah. i'm just thoroughly enjoying i it's 50 years old i had a thought of like if, if i'm in a, a pub and they start playing any song of any of these albums i'll have this like oh like i don't have nostalgia for it i'll really yeah. recognize except for maybe 
Little no. little pigeon. Only people. Smile pigeon. Smile pigeon. Smile pigeon. Smelly pigeon. No. Little uh, smelly pigeon. <laughs> the pigeon blues. Smelly, smelly pigeon. pigeon. Uh, awkward pigeon. Single pigeon. Single pigeon. Yeah. Single pigeon. No, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd recognize Smelly pigeon. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be playing anywhere. <laughs> no, probably not. At any t- but point. If it, but, you know, even... Even a song off, off sometime in New York City, I would, I'd be like, oh, I know yeah. this one. And you'd have lots to tell people. I have know? lots to tell people. Guys, yeah. do you have a spare three hours? I'd like to discuss everything I know about this song. Yeah. In fact, they'd say no. No. <laughs> <laughs> please, can you, can you leave my step off my front door? Yeah. Social distancing, please. Simu. Yeah. <laughs> Simu. Yeah. So, so he played that live. You Simu. Saw him, you saw him play that live? He's not me. You, I did not see him play it live, but on one of his uh, live records on uh, Spotify, he does Simu. Oh, yeah? It's very good. Nice. It's very pleasurable. Yeah. I've been delving quite a bit into Paul's Spotify, and there are a lot of albums, a lot of live albums. Oh, yeah? Uh, so I, I recommend. Great. That's, yeah. Sounds like a lot to get through. I don't want to spoil anything... what's coming up ahead, though. I mean... Look, I think there's only a few albums where you'll you'll see him play. I mean, yeah, okay, Band on the Run. He plays a lot of stuff. Kisses on the Bottom. Kisses on the Bottom, not so much. You know that's a covers album. Really? Yeah. I just like the name. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah the cover. I like the cover mostly. And the cover, it's yeah. pretty Is great. he holding a rose in that as well? A bouquet. A bu- bouquet of ruse. Uh, bouquet. Is that how you say it? Bouquet. 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 No, bouquet. it's a... Yeah. Bouquet. 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 It doesn't bouquet. sound right, does bouquet. it? bouquet. <laughs> Bouquet. <laughs> bouquet of love. Bouquet. A bouquet of Oh, I don't like this word. Stop it. Anyway, so, um, how are you guys? Yeah, fine. Look, no, I, was talking to the, I was talking to the audience. Oh, well, they're probably doing all right. Yeah. They were before they started listening to this episode. I'll tell you this what. train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not again. It's not a huge amount to say about this record. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's, the songs are uh, good. I liked it like quite a bit. Okay. Um, but it's also, I don't think it's going to stick around in my mind. Yeah. I like, I like the cover. The more I look at the cover. In fact, great. John Lennon said that. There's a quote on his Wikipedia page for this album that says that he thought the cover was it ex- expressed more than the music within. Yeah, so. which I think is pretty accurate. <laughs> Did he um, play live at this point? I'm not sure he did. I can't think of any... I've got to change the intro because you're supposed to be the expert. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to do that for season two. I'm <laughs> sure it has to be done. I was never particularly happy with it in the first place, to be fair, but I just went with it. It's right. You know more than both of us. I guess so. Especially about the... I just find it hard to, you know, get... I can't even think of the words now to articulate what I'm trying to say. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it's just it's a challenge of life though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it's day-to-day struggle. Mm. Yeah, I think you're quite <laughs> articulate. You can't take the heat. You better get back in the shade. <laughs> oh, my God, Jack. Tight ass. <laughs> I didn't like it much the first listen through to be honest uh, I thought it was forgettable the more I listened to it the more I liked it which okay. is weird I uh, guess although I, I feel like the more I listen to any of these records the more I like them except yeah. Boo of Blues maybe we don't actually like music we're just familiar with music my god oh, wow <laughs> I mean there is something to be said yeah have you ever been in a relationship and then later gone <laughs> Why did I spend six years with that person? I didn't even really like him that much. Why no, did we move to Melbourne together? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, we had it first. Yeah. Big shout out to... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Big shout out to Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it's familiarity, isn't it? And so much music, like, I've come to even, like, love just because I associate it with a situation. Totally. You know? Well, we were saying this last night, actually, as well. There's certain bands that you guys like from... Uh, you know, late nineties, early noughties era mm. that I don't couldn't get into now. Right, like it's 
in a time, you know, I listen to a lot of Mudvayne, I listen to a lot of System, mm. and I wouldn't be able to get into them bands now if I heard them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was uh, playing in Perfect Circle last night, and he's just like, I just don't like it. Yeah, and it probably does suck. Maybe that's yeah. The problem. I mean, we kind of we really just can't trust our own opinions, can we? Yeah, we're all idiots. Lucky we don't have a podcast where all we do is talk about our opinions about music. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. That is the real question: is why are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. to you. <laughs> why? Tell me. Have you got anything else going on in your life? <laughs> just have it's you, okay. Have you recently moved to Melbourne with someone? You're not sure if you're in love with them or not. Oh God. Tweet us at. <laughs> At Post, Post Beatles, Beatles Pod. <laughs> yeah. But what's the what's the most regrettable decision you guys have ever made in your life? Fucking hell. Like, music related. No, no, no. Oh, I can't tell you that then. No? No. Like, just anything that you're like, oh, I shouldn't... Yeah, music probably related shouldn't. is probably joining Inuit. Right, yeah. Apart from that. Definitely a poor choice. <laughs> uh, I, I try not to have regrets. No, sure, but more like, in hindsight, that wasn't the wisest thing. Yeah, I, I also think that regrets are a waste of time because you make every decision at the time based on the information you have at the time. And you've got to so forgive and forget as well. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you know, Including you're yourself. not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Give and forget yourself. Yeah. But there are some things that I What's just yours? look at. Um, <laughs> what is mine? There's, you know, some uh, relationships that could have just ended, you know, six months to a year earlier. Just yeah. Like, I think that's probably mine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, not in a in a harsh way at all. It's just like no, it was it was done, and we just weren't able to recognise it. Yeah, yeah, that and I don't know, moving to London. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Again, that's that's one of the things of like it was the right thing to do at the time. Sure, even though yeah. you whinged about it for the first two years. I mean, the the whole entire time, the whole four years. Well, no, they, I feel like when you left and then you came back, mm. then you whinged about it less. Yeah, that's true. I didn't whinge about it the whole first two years I was here. Mm. It's like the latter half. I'll pay that. Is that just because you'd been away on this mad year and a half trip before, though? Um, maybe, yeah. You know, coming back, here was a bit of a reality check. It's like, oh, it feels really familiar. It's, it's a bit... It was like a, a cold version of home. We're talking mind games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just those that you've got. Um, yeah. So Of all the places you've been in the world, it is weird that you chose to live in London. Yeah? Why do you say that? Because you're, you love exoticness mm. and you Excuse love <laughs> exoticness you I mean he loves no I mean about London I mean I think you know <laughs> it is you know it's so as you said it's so like where you're from in a lot of ways yeah. culturally and it's also like a very it, it's non-specific this city like you can do everything here but also that means it doesn't have necessarily like a a very there's no very strong culture sharp take. Time, to be honest like, yeah, that's you know, right. And not, again, that's not a criticism. That can be the best thing about it. Totally. Well. That's, that's what I love about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And look, every time, all the time I've spent here has been in pursuit of something or situational. Like the first time when I first came here was about, you know, getting a job, joining a band, blah, 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 having a bit of a normal, normal life, or it's been pursuing a relationship or it's been pursuing a career. Um, so I, I don't think I've ever spent time here without it being thought through, you know, considered. Of properly. course. Yeah. Um, but in, yeah, it also it's it feels like a long time because it's right now. But in hindsight, if I look back on this period of my life in ten years, and you know, and I don't know, say four of those years I spent in London, it won't seem like so much. It won't seem like a huge chunk of my life. Mm. Yeah. So we're leaving London. You're leaving London tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, tomorrow. Well, I mean, I hate to fucking jinx it, but I guess 
by the time you hear this, I will hopefully be in Australia. Mm. Um, You're going to give that. England back to the English. <laughs> yeah. They're leaving me, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. It's uh, it's weird times. Mm. Weird times. It's weird times, and I'm moving to either France or Malta, or neither. So Cameron's about to get on his bike and start riding, and depending on where he gets confirmed he's going to be studying will be where he'll end up. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's weird. It is weird. It's a very weird time for me. I still, because I have this unsureness about exactly where I'm going. This is about mind games, by the way. Um, because I have this unsureness about where I'm going, I'm not totally able to, to let go of like my room. Like it's even bringing all these clothes here today mm. to use. I gave Jack a bunch of my clothes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and even that was like, oh, I really have to do this. I have to make an active choice. These clothes aren't going to get rid of themselves. Mm. I have to really take them off, pack them down, Give them to Jack. Give them to the charity store. You have to literally get rid of everything that is in your room and in your life. Yeah, exactly. That's a weird thing. Everything, especially you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to be lying here listening to uh, junk over and over again. Oh. Depressed. Oh. Why not sing along, junk? junk? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> sing along to it. Sing along to the instrumental version. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm yes, yeah, so I'm getting on a plane, going back to a country that currently has a, a flight cap, which means. They've been delaying and, and postponing people's flights, depending on how many people are coming into Australia in any given week. So I'm currently checked in. Uh, hopefully that means they'll let me on this plane. And I'm going back to my home state of South Australia and back to Adelaide, mm. which is going to be a really interesting time. Yeah. So Jack came to visit us in Adelaide mm. uh, a couple of years ago. What's your, your lasting impression of Adelaide now, Jack? Well, I was saying about this the other night as well. I was impressed when I was there. Uh, of just the, and I'd say it's probably because of the circle of your group of friends or whatever, mm. but really talented musicians. It's yeah. just like, oh, oh yeah. God. Unbelievable, yeah. I can honestly like, say I've never met the caliber of musicians that I've known in Adelaide anywhere in the world. I was, yeah, yeah, I was amazed, really. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. Adelaide yeah. itself, you know, it's fine, but <laughs> yeah. people pretty cool. I think it, it, it's a place that you need an in with. If you go mm. there with some people who know it and can kind of give, show you a good time, you'll have a great time. If yeah. you walked around the city not knowing where you were going, you'd think, where is everyone? Yeah. It's a weird one like that. I, I, yeah, I, so I used to work in a, a backpackers hostel in Adelaide and I always thought and my sort of advice to people was Adelaide's a bit of a weird place to be a tourist for a few days mm. but it's a great place to stop for a couple of months and like get a job oh, yeah. because you settle into a nice community there's a big backpacker community but everyone's kind of working or you know doing their farm work or working even in, in would pubs. you even recommend that for someone who doesn't have a car that's uh, a tricky one for Adelaide yeah no I guess if you're staying in a hostel in the city yeah so. if you're in the CBD which is the city center for those of you who don't use that term central business district so I die uh, yeah then you can have a have a good time you can get around easily enough by foot and public transport but yeah without a car it's a it's a tough one do you know that the term removalist is australian people don't say removalist here what do they say like furniture removal company removal van driver yep you say you get get a man in a van yeah man in the van what do you say removalist yeah it's a good word isn't it it is because i because i was writing it in an email because i've been sorting out removal services for clients and it got underlined in red and I was like, well, that's definitely a word. And I Googled it, and it's an Australian. Yeah, Australian I've like. never heard it before. Oh, there you go. Thanks. What do you think of it? I think it's quite cool. Yeah. yeah I I'm not, I'm not going to use it. Oh, okay. But you don't I, have to. It's okay. No, I'll just get a man in a van. Okay, cool. Yeah. Men in van. <laughs> uh, yeah, mind games. It's um, 
It's a it's a trip. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we've got a lot to talk about about this song, we don't do. we? Yeah, yeah. Playing those mind yeah. games. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna name a song. You guys tell me what you think of it. Oh my god. Um I know, I know. Great. Yeah? <laughs> Jack? Yeah, yeah, it's fun, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a good strong ballad. It reminds me of the Who a little bit on my mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh, why it has I know in brackets after that. It's I know. stupid, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um one uh, day also another parenthesis one, one day in brackets at a time. Can you sing is, a bit of that for me? I can't, but it's got like all the, the doo wops and the booze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, I like, that's, that's, yeah, that one's pretty good. That's my, that might be my favorite. I think so. It reminds actually. me of Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got a very. Yeah. I don't like the whole I'm yeah. the fish and you're the sea, I'm the cat and you're the tree, or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. The cat. <laughs> Flower? Leaf. I prefer cat in the tree. Okay. I jump up in you when I'm scared. <laughs> jump up in you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, someone just jumped up in me. Uh, yeah, that song's pretty good. It's a little Chris Isaac-y. But... Right. Um, should we explain the Chris Isaac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, this, is a good one. So, so... this was coined by Sarah Watson, wasn't it? It was, the one and yeah, only. The one and only. Um, so Chris Isaac is a singer, as you may know. Yeah. His, his most famous song was Horses, was it called? Is that Dale Braithwaite? Wild What's... Horses. What was his song oh called? My God. What was that Chris Isaac song? Wicked Game. Yeah, that's the one. What's Wild Horses? I think it's Horses in the video clip. It's a Darryl, it's an Australian thing, don't worry. Oh, Wild Horses is not that. No, that's uh, the Rolling Stones, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, we're off to a good start. Okay, so... Chris Isaac is like a crooning style singer from the 90s who yeah. had that hit, oh, Wicked Game. No. And he has a very specific sound, production sound and singing style that give you a certain feeling. And it's not a great feeling. It's, it's like the feeling of like waking <laughs> up in the middle of the night feeling like a bit uncertain about if there's something in the corner of the room. I would say it's more like the feeling of being like stuck somewhere and unable to excuse yourself to get out. Yeah. Like, okay. I really want to be out of the situation, but it'll be really uncomfortable. Yeah. And socially, I just can't or professionally, I just can't. And it's like, you're not, you're not hating it, but it's slightly irritating. Mm. It's like, oh, this... anyway, you, you would then say, this is giving me the Chris Isaacs. Yeah. And it's the sound that you get listening to Chris Isaacs voice. And that's the feeling you get listening to John Lennon's lyrics specifically. Uh, and the sound of one day at a time, the kind of like, oh, Okay. Jess, I have a, I have a, a oh. what's that thing called? A monopoly on the word plod. <laughs> Don't you plod me? What do you? So do you prefer this album to last week's uh, very controversial? Monumentally, yeah. Oh, it's it's a hundred times better. Wow. Yeah. How does this compare to all the the three other John Lennon records? Worse, better, better. So worse than Plastic Ono, better than mm-hmm. Imagine, better than. Um, yeah, I'd album. agree. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it's better than that. It's, ste- it's a huge step down from Plastic Ono Band for me. But yeah. But it's not a huge step up from Imagine. I'd say it's a bit of a step uh, down, bit but of, it's not. I prefer not Imagine, much. I would say, overall. Yeah? I'd definitely pick Imagine. And I don't love Imagine. Mm. But I'd definitely put it on over this, okay. I would say. Mm. It's just all right. I mean, I, I think that I might... That thing that you were talking about, about familiarity... We were talking about... It's almost like Stockholm Syndrome, isn't it? Like familiarity breeding love of music. Oh it's just like you're held captive by these songs. Like you Paul start McCartney. to think you like them. Yeah. So I think I need some Stockholm Syndrome with this album. I can imagine really liking it. Because I've given, yeah. only given it two listens, which is a lot. Oh, really? I've listened to it than... maybe four, five or six times. Okay, now. right. Okay. And I, as I said, I, the first or maybe first and second times, I didn't love it. But now it's better. <laughs> How have we been recording? Thirty-four minutes twenty-six. Jesus, we're not doing very well, are we? There's a lot of there's a lot of fluff in here this week. I apologise. Oh, I don't know guys. what you're talking about. It's the last episode of the season. I think it's important well. to get to know us, the hosts, a little bit better. If you guys are listening this far, maybe you want to know a little bit about our personalities. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, should we should we talk about ourselves a bit more? Yeah, why not? I don't. I don't want to. All right, I'll talk about Jack then. Okay, Jack can talk <laughs> about me. I'll talk about Jess. 
No. Okay, cool. Uh, so Jack Gilligan is a is a drummer, songwriter, singer, um, member of two bands, Inuit and Crumb, who just released their second EP, Crumb But Northern. Both about to uh, disband. About to disband. But, yeah, both bands disbanding, I guess, for the foreseeable future. We never really Not break up bands, do we? For the unforeseeable future. Let's discuss the future of Both. our bands. <laughs> Let's do that. Hang on, I was enjoying well, Jack's also, biography. Yeah, also, no, also Jack is working on a musical, oh, which yeah. we're not going to reveal any details about yet, but it's uh, it's basically a, a, a wartime epic mm. in sure. a, a fictional uh, historical co- uh, world. Which is, I guess, quite strongly influenced by East Asia and the Mongol Empire. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I would say. That's, that's what but still a personal story. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's great so yeah. far. I like what I've heard. Jack wears glasses. He does wear glasses occasionally. Yeah, not all the time. Sometimes he wears contacts. Sometimes he wears nothing at all. But he's pretty, pretty bad vision. My beard's growing back a bit. It is. Thank God for that. Yeah, yeah. Jack's always been really against growing a beard. I've really encouraged him to. I think he looks great with one. Agreed. Um, but he, he always said you felt dirty with a beard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just sometimes you need a bit of a cleansing. Okay. And that cleansing was needed every two weeks, and it helped having a shave. Right. You know what I mean, okay. just felt. Ugh. But now, do you think you've maybe you know accepted yourself more, and that's why you don't? Yeah, do I look quite cleanse? good with a beard. You do look quite good with a beard. So do you. So Cameron has a beard. I do have a beard. Um, it's been growing for how long now? Do you think? Oh, probably five or six months. I reckon. <sighs> Mate. Yeah, longer than it's ever been. And you can tell. Sure. It's though it's kind of stopped. Five or six months. It yeah. was that big when I got here. It wasn't. Wasn't it? Nah, honestly. Close to, at least. Nah, this photo's from the beginning of lockdown, and it's trimmed, sure. trimmed right okay. back. It's yeah. really good. Oh, no, Yours, that's right. You trimmed right around the start of lockdown. You'll see it in the picture that we'll post of them two in their mm. T-shirts, which Cameron is wearing now. I am wearing my McCartney T-shirt. Is he, it, is, do you want to say anything about us about my biography, Jack? Um, just that he's got his ripped jeans on as yeah. well. Is that, that's that's Cameron's biography, that he has a beard and has ripped jeans. Yep. Yeah, God. Yeah. What a boring I mean, you, person. You already went into his uh, next steps, I suppose. I did. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm going to study geography. That's the plan. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Yeah, me too. Did you? Would you have ever thought this was your next step six months ago? Never. I, I know, never you've really yeah. made some huge changes I have. in the last few months. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. Thanks. Aww. And Jess, Jess is 5 foot 11. Very good. How do you know that? I know these things. And 5 foot 8? Um, and he is, um, it's medium build. He does this, this face a lot where he kind of pulls his, the edge of his lips down. It's a Peter Coombe face. Peter Coombe is a Peter Coombe crossed with John Voigt. Celebrated Australian musician. Check out the, the playlist. We don't believe in Beatles on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So you hear some more. Jess is likewise a musician. I'd say a multi-instrumentalist. I reckon it's fair. Probably at the bass, equally, equal parts guitarist and pianist. But, uh, you know, he'll dabble in anything. I'm a dabbler. He's a dabbler. It comes from a long range of various bands and musical projects. Um, he's... Uh, mostly involving you. Mostly involving me. <laughs> but not all. No. And his professional life has mostly been centred around tourism over the last five or six years, which is now, you know... Dead. Uh, yeah, now dead. So it's, it's kind of given him cause for reflection and reconsideration for the direction of his life. Wow. That's a really good summary of my, me as a person. Thanks. So let's just recap what Cameron's personality was. He's got a beard and ripped jeans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. He yeah. played some instruments as well, but it's, it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah, mm. that's true. He also left his gadulka here. I did. Mm. Yeah, last I went to Gadulka. just just before this coronavirus stuff happened. Well, it was starting to happen in China and Italy, but I went to Bulgaria uh, to the ski slopes. I found out I don't like skiing. Um, mm. It's not for me. I'm never going to do too. it again. Yeah, sucks. It's awful. What are people doing? You ever been skiing, Jack? I actually haven't. Don't do it. 
It's a waste of time. Are you pulling on your tongue when you say <laughs> I, 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 I had a hair in my mouth. <laughs> it's one of those beard hairs you've been That's it, hasn't it? I have it anyway, if that wasn't clear. Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. It, it, activities... I like activities. <laughs> no way. I like being what, outdoors. What other activities? You like cycling. I like cycling. I like... What about skateboarding? Have you ever skateboarded no. or a rollerblader? No. Yeah, same. No. Anything where my feet don't don't directly touch the ground, I, it feels weird. Oh, yeah? Like, with a bike, you can take your feet off the pedals. It's right. But, but when you're strapped in, mm. oh, I don't like that. It okay. Feel weird. Do you like bowling? No. I hate it. I hate bowling. I love bowling. I hate it so much. I think it's the most boring thing in the world. I think it's the worst activity for like socialising ever. See, I nobody knew this as well. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so it. annoying because it's such a, a like default kind of work get together event. But you can't. I've you never can't, gone with anyone from work. Oh, don't. You don't yeah. go skiing and don't go bowling. You can't talk to anyone. You, so you get about... You can. Someone's you, bowling and the rest of you talk. Yeah, for 45 seconds before it's your turn again. And so you can't get into any rhythm of conversation. So it's like, what's the point? I'm just throwing a ball down a stupid slippery slope. I had this... this <laughs> when I was sloped. When I was... When I was... Well, the first time I went bowling, I think I was maybe nine or ten... I um <laughs> I, I took the bowling ball and I I, I sort of ran up a bit too hard. I, I did I had no practice. Ran up towards the lane a bit too hard and slipped over and slid down the no. lane myself alongside my ball. So it's just more of a back. trauma reaction. I don't think it is. I think I just hate it as well. But I just it was a bad start. And yeah. Carried on. Went from bad to boring. Would you ever do a bungee jump? Never in my life. Never. You wouldn't. It's no. the last thing I would do. You haven't done a skydive, have you? No, I would never you do? would do. Would, Which no. would you do if you had to do one? I would do a skydive. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but it's less terrifying. Well, you have yeah. no choice, I suppose. The, the, it's also it's safer. Skydiving yeah. is actually safer than bungee jumping. It right. can be really dangerous for your, your neck. For injuries. Yeah. yeah. With a bungee, you, you have to physically jump yourself on that's the bike true, as well. Yeah. And that's yeah. a challenge, isn't it? If you just okay, happen yeah. to be strapped to someone and they jump out of a plane, yeah. then oh well. It's done. But even thinking about it now, I'm starting to get uncomfortable in my stomach and mm. I can feel my, my hands getting clammy. I would never yeah. entertain the idea unless I fundamentally changed as a person. Would you rather go bungee jumping or be buried alive buried for alive. three hours? Oh, buried alive for three hours, no question. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I think I'd have to bungee jump. Bur- hang on, buried alive in what kind? I survive. survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah you survive. survive. Like, you got a breathing hole or whatever, but you'd be okay. like, say you'd just be in a coffin in underground a coffin. for three hours. Okay, yeah. Oh my God, the thought of that makes me want to throw up. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about bungee jumping. Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't want to do it. I feel quite uncomfortable. I might even full on freak out, but right. it, I'd still choose it over bungee jumping. Mm. We're talking mind games. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, very secretary. Uh, what do you think? Poor. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna bring up the scores again. Yeah, <laughs> I do because, pff, mate. I hope. Well, I've been to Sam a fair amount, to be fair, over the years. Mm. And oh, you, it was one you were pretty familiar with. I was before one this? I was fairly familiar okay. with. Not necessarily much about it, but the the songs anyway. Uh, and yeah, it's good. The song "Mind Games" is excellent. It's returned to form, mm. um, but it just—I don't know. It's a lot of it's forgettable. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. If you didn't know it was John Lennon, you'd hear it and go, "Oh yeah, this is some seventies record, right?" From some seventies bands, fine. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. change your life. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking at the scores here, Cameron, and you haven't given anything temporary secretary this season. Jack gave Plastic Owner Band a temporary secretary, and I gave Living in the Material World a temporary secretary. Okay, well then I know what I'm giving this. I'm giving it a temporary secretary divided by two. I'm giving it a five temporary secretary. Five temporary secretary. Yeah. Okay. It's half as good as something amazing. Well, what? So what's your favourite album from this season? 
it's it's wildlife. Even though it wasn't the highest rated. What? Yeah, it wasn't my highest rated at the time. Is that just because like it sort of surprised you? Yeah, like, definitely. It was fresh and also, to I just you? I just want to be different. You know, I'm desperate to stand out in some way. Even though you rated All Things Must Pass a 98, yeah. you rated Wildlife eight. Yeah, but you were familiar okay. with All Things Must Pass. I already, was, I suppose. Yeah, so. yeah. It's 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 mostly the surprise factor for me. Mm. It just really really wildlife. tickles me. What about you, Jack? Um, that's. I mean, you gave. Let's let's just give your top three scores. Yeah, please. You gave Plastic Owner Band 10 Prairie Secretary. Yeah. You gave All Things Must Pass, All Things Must Pass 10 Prairie Secretary, 11 Prairie Secretary. Yeah, sure. And you gave Ram a rammed up two from 10 Prairie Secretary. Yeah. So that was the top. I mean, they'd definitely be my three favourite albums, but I'm so familiar with them albums, so mm. I don't know. I can say one particular song that just... Is it Little Lamb Dragonfly? It's Little Lamb Dragonfly. Really? Honestly... That and maybe the song Wildlife. Wow. So, I th- okay. Because I, I mean, I've heard them songs before, but I'd never really... You gave Wildlife a four. Yeah, but the song Wildlife, if yeah. you go back to the Wildlife episode... Oh, you gave Red Rose specific... Speedway a four. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to give this album a four, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Four. Four out of ten Prairie Secretary. Yeah. What did you give it? What? Five Prairie Secretary. Five Prairie Secretary, yeah. Okay. Which is better than a five, I just want to clarify in my mind. Got it, yeah. I think I'm going to give it a four, yeah. What is your favourite or surprising moment or album? I mean, Ram. Yeah. 100% Ram. Because I wasn't familiar with it and it's the best of what we listened to. Yeah. It, I, I think particularly Long Haired Lady has been one that I've gone back to a lot and felt like, this is unbelievable. This is an, an opus. Yeah. And he's kind of repeated. I feel like Long Haired Lady is, is Little Lamb Dragonfly. Like, they're two sides of the same coin. Sure. It's like a song in between two halves of another song, mm. um, which Paul does a lot and I love that. How does Long Haired Lady go? Uh... Do you love me like you know you ought to do? Okay, yeah. yeah. And then the end is, love is long, love is long. Mm-hmm. Very uh, psychedelic 70s sounds yeah. in that song. And also, um, what else is on that record? What's the closing song? Uh, oh, Back's In My Car. Yeah, uh, Ram On. That's right. The opening track, Too Many People, is probably my new favourite Paul song kind of mm. as, a, as a whole. Yeah, nice. And it's just such a good opening song for an album. I don't think any of these records have as good an opening song, except, of course, Sentimental Journey. And <laughs> Mother, Plastic Only Band, is pretty good yeah, opener. That is, that is good too, especially with the dong-dongs, yeah, the ding-dongs. Yes. I, I think probably the best song I've heard on all these albums is, is probably Isolation or, wow. or Love is Strange. <laughs> wow, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, because yeah, Isolation, I'd heard, heard it before, but not much. Yeah. And it's... By gum, it's good. So, including all the, our scores now, then... Well, uh, I haven't given my score for this album yet. Have you not done yours? No. Oh, no. What did you say? I didn't say anything. No, what What's are you going to say? Sorry. Uh, what am I going to say? <laughs> Why don't I just say it, rather than telling you what I'm going to say? Jess, can you say what you're going to say already? <laughs> well, I haven't decided. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's a five. Yeah. I think it's a five. It's a five? Yeah. It's you very think middle maybe of the you, way. You think it's a five. That's your, that could be your score. I think it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a five. I don't have to be different, like right. some. <laughs> What are you giving it? A five as well. Uh, four. Four, four. Four, five, and five per secretary. Yeah. I know our scores have been a bit all over the place. And Sorry, what? Wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is there a way for us all to add them up and see who's got the most scores overall? Can we who's do got that? the most scores? No, like, <laughs> out, of, out of the Beatles. Oh, right. Not us. As in, who has the highest scored albums? Yeah, but it doesn't ag- really make sense, though, because there's not the same amount of albums from... Can we just agree it's Paul? 
I it's definitely <laughs> right. Yeah. So we've done we've done no, four Paul right. albums, four John albums, two George albums, and two Ringo albums. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also might come back and revisit Wonderwall music at some stage because we've realised that we may have overlooked that. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, well, because we didn't... we're like, oh, it's a soundtrack album, doesn't count. But Amy, Jack's lady friend, uh, has kind of uh, said. No, go listen to it. It's really good. Okay. And, and it's, um, yeah, we'll watch the movie. Yeah, and the film. She's seen the film too, right? She hasn't seen it, but the trailer, oh, cool. the trailer looks unbelievable. Cool. cool, yeah. So we're planning to watch Wonderwall and then listen to one more music. Maybe we can do a special Between Seasons episode on Wonderwall music. Does that sound like maybe something a, maybe you'd be a, interested maybe in Maybe a Christmas voice? special. A Christmas, Christmas special. special. We could even sing maybe a Christmas we song. We could simply be having a wonderful Christmas oh, time together. I hate that one. I love that song. So, see you at Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess this is a little bit of a um, um, a five a five episode to end the season on, which is a bit weird. Mm, a bit middling a middling it, episode. It is what it is. You know, we don't get to choose these things. We can't. I mean, we do. <laughs> we <could have laughs> yeah. kept going as long as we wanted. Until we, we got to last week to cloud nine. Yeah. But the, anyway, nice the start, even twelve. The, yeah, and the start of next season will be Ringo and then Band on the Run. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, that's going to be a good start. One two punch. Right so punch. you know, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more, please let us know. Email us. We don't believe in Beatles at gmail.com or tweet us post Beatles pod, and give us a rating and a review. It helps a lot to get the word of the podcast out there. Tell your friends as well, especially if they're into the Beatles or three idiots talking about their life plans and feeling a little bit unsure about the future because, you know, that's us. <laughs> that's us. Who can't relate to that? Mm, no one, that's who. No. All right, well... Uh, Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It has. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. fab. It's been really fab. It's been really fab. Should we have a hug? On yeah. yeah, let's have a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, until next year. Until next year. Blackbird!
Nice. Nice.